Welcome to another episode of Metropolis Memories Revisiting Superman the Animated Series. As always, I'm your host Adam, I guess the Perry White of this podcast, and with me is my co-host Stephen, the Jimmy Olsen of this podcast, Stephen. <coughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be Alfred. I know, but we're doing a Superman show, so... Look, Alfred's in an episode of this Superman the Animated Series. A couple uh, of episodes. I know, you just love <laughs> Alfred because he's one of you. And he's <laughs> All right, fine. You I'm not Jimmy. I'd rather be Fimmy than Jimmy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, I love, uh, Jim, I love Jimmy, way, Jimmy Olsen fans. Can't I love Jimmy Olsen. Did it? Did it? Did it? Fit me get with Maxima for like five minutes? Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke. I was gonna make a joke about my favorite uh, Jimmy Olsen scene when he got shot in the head. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure that'll go over very well on social media. (laughs) Um, Speaking of social media, because because we're doing a commentary, we'll do all our plugs now. So, Stephen, after this episode, when they want to tell you how wrong you are about liking or disliking something. I do like, do... I like Jimmy Olsen. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, I'm on, I'm on Twitter at SteveBob1984. And as Adam said, this is called Metropolis Memories. He's got a million other shows he's part of. And you can follow those on Twitter as well, at MMNPDC. And uh, if you want to find me, it's at Adam underscore Leeds fan on Twitter. And we have the Facebook group, which is listed in the... Uh, description below click it i will add you and we can continue the conversation there but to converse we have to have something to converse about so we're gonna what we're gonna do now is we're gonna review continue our our review slash commentaries of superman the animated series we've done the three-part origin so now we're on to episode four which is titled what Stephen? fun and games all right so we're gonna see how fun this episode really is um (laughs) And to do that, to follow along with us, you get a you get a clue up, cue not clue, cue up <laughs> your uh, Blu-ray DVD or well not Blu-ray, it's not out yet, but your DVD or digital copy to all zeros across the screen, and then I'm going to do a countdown now, basically three, two, one, and then when I say play, we all play, and then we can all watch together. So we're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Here we go. Three. I'm sure you were. Uh, Three, (laughs) two, one. Play. And so there's bugs again. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, I believe on the last episode, I I did say this was my favorite version of Superman. I think I've mentioned it a few times now. You you have, yeah. And and I overall, overall, I would agree. Like the overall portrayal. Yeah. He's a very satisfying arc as well because of comics you've got continuity issues and stuff even every movie version's got its pros and cons but i feel like this kind of is just like a nice just kind of nails it all in a nice yeah yeah. um and something about it that i absolutely love is i think this did a great reinvention of a lot of superman villains and the version of toy man in this feels very much like a batman villain to me but i think it kind of makes it more interesting that it takes on superman it's an interesting perspective, yeah. Because if you think about the way it is, it's very creepy, isn't it? The time man in this. Yeah. Like he's literally um, like got a doll's head and stuff, and well, not even a doll's head. It's more like a ventriloquist dummy's head in it. Yeah, I love that shrimp rip at the end of the. Oh, episode. so good. What kind of a? That's a funny looking tank. 
It, it's very uh, much like the Batman style of uh, cars and stuff in it in the yeah, animated yeah, yeah. series. It's funny though because the cop car looks more like a modern day cop car. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the score for these episodes. Just... Oh, um, is it Shirley Walker, right? Yeah. Yeah, amazing music. You know, it's funny because I've always wanted a Superman film to open with him chasing some bad guys who robbed a bank or something. I know this, that isn't quite what happens here, but I kind of would like... Here he is. There he is, there he is. I'd, I'd like a Superman film to open like this. Yeah, that'd be cool, yeah. Get straight in the action. Third and Shuster. <laughs> That's a good callback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The money's blue. All right. <laughs> I think he's in Australia, some of it, right? They're yeah, well, looking, we're going uh... to tweet Brandon Law and find out. <laughs> Show us some blue money. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like code for something, doesn't it? Yeah. And this like is a that, good... It looks like Chucky, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't swear. <laughs> but I, I think you could do this in there. I'd love to see him being done in um, Superman and Lois. Yeah. I don't know if they would, because he was obviously on Supergirl. In fact, Supergirl actually did a pretty good version of Tywin, I think. I just say reinvent any any villain Supergirl to. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no offense to anybody that. Oh, makes you that can show. do it with Christ. This is cool though. I do it with this ball, and it's like. It's like a battering almost. A boom yeah. Battering kind of. But, Toy Man, like, he, he's kind of a bit silly, isn't he? But at the same time, you kind of like, he kind of makes toy, toys into his weapons. I think it's kind of a cool little. Yeah, look at all the chaos this is causing. Yeah. And you're right, before this, like, like before this animated series, I would say Toy Man is one of the most ridiculous villains. You know. I'll tell you the creepiest version, the one in the Superman Doomsday film is, like, well creepy in that. Like, he's burtonized in that one. Oh, yeah. Here he comes. I love the effect of the of the like the, the the how it's how he's hearing like how he's hearing it sound if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's You know, for an armored tank, that's taking a beating. <laughs> yeah, it really is. What's this ball made of? I don't know, but I like this though. That's so cool in it. Where he just pops his hand and destroys it. I don't think they're safe now. <laughs> no, you know. Uh, is it fair to say, is it PG to say that Superman just busted Toy Man's balls? <laughs> <laughs> it's only innuendo, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not lying. <laughs> the, I could see a Superman film or an episode opening like, you know, the, in live action opening like that. And then yeah. Leads you to this bit. <laughs> it was Toy Man. And I like that Bruno Mannheim is like a character in this as well. Like, mm. 
that's the kind of stuff I want to see in the films I want to see or in the series I want to see these characters yeah it would be nice they don't have to be in the whole movie just you know yeah exactly yeah I think we're long overdue Intergang in a film I think the Intergang are supposed to be in Black Adam actually I read something about that interesting yeah that's what I thought See you in two to five. It's not going to be doing a long stretch, is it? <laughs> I guess not. Oh, yeah, this is because... So Bruno Mannheim is kind of like... Um, it's like a facade, isn't it? That he's, he's got and he's, he's, he's secretly a villain where in yeah. other versions he's kind of a known gangster type. In Lawson and Clark, he was played by Peter Boyle, right? Um, you know, I cannot remember. It wasn't, um, wasn't Bruce Campbell in it? Was he not? Who was he in it? I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Bruno Mannheim was uh, Peter Boyle, I think. Okay. Which, if it is, that's interesting because isn't that the voice, uh, the voice here, isn't that, isn't that Brad Garrett? Do you know what? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty sure it is. And if it is, that means that. Quick Google search now will help me out. It, it, oh, voiced by Bruce Wanks, he says. Don't okay, know Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Forget I said all that. You know, we had Bruno Mannheim on Smallville in the episode Stiletto. Remember that great episode? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, quintessential Smallville right there. <laughs> but look at all the damage like, look at these toy planes like that's a clever place to, to plant a weapon yeah absolutely and it's like because he, he makes toys he knows how to convert them into weapons as well and it's like because who would think who would think right who would see toy planes flying look at Lois trying to help <laughs> you want to get killed and he's like it should be like, I'm Superman bitch shut up <laughs> <laughs> You know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, scratch that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Here, come here, I'll give you a, I'll give you a memory, memory kiss. <laughs> yeah. It's stuck in a kid's chew tunnel. I always like when Clark saves the day. I just think he's a very cool... Yeah. I believe he does it with the heat vision, which, again, we've seen many times from... But that's so Richard. clever. Like, uh, yeah. He could get it, like, and again, if he does that every once in a while when he can, it, it gets less suspicious because if he keeps disappearing, where it's like, where were you? Where were you? Yeah, where have you, where have you gone? Yeah, yeah. But if you notice in this episode, the toys start to get bigger because the smaller toys aren't cutting it. Yeah, so it's adapting. The villain is adapting. Yeah. I always love how every episode reverts back to them at the Daily Planet doing drills. Yeah. Because that's what you want, don't you, in your, in your Superman properties. You want to see these these scenes. Yeah. That is so creepy. I know. That's been creepy as well. Keep up an eye on it. Yeah. And then now you see the real Bruno Mannheim.
See, they think it's the dad, right? And it turns out it's the son right. of... Right, yeah. Not, not the son of Taiman, but like the guy who did, did basically kill, got killed. He, um, It's the son of the guy who got killed as a Taiman. And this just makes me think of Batman Returns. Get in the duck! The duck! This is Richard's <laughs> That is one of the best lines in any film ever, though, isn't it? When he goes, get in the duck! <laughs> Somebody should show this episode to Rick Shue of Batman on film. He loves the duck. <laughs> he loves the duck from Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I'm being sarcastic. He hates it. Hey, life. so Jacob got her uh, for his birthday. Got a Batman Lego set, and he's got a he's got a penguin with it. And the penguin comes with a little Lego duck. Oh, you got to tweet that out to Rick Shue, Stephen. Get the pictures and, and tweet hashtag get the duck. I might just tweet it, duck cannon. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a lot faster paced than I thought this episode. Yeah. I thought stuff happened in between all this, but I guess I'm misremembering. Keep going, mate. That duck's coming after you. <laughs> Get away, yeah. There he is. And I love authority of Superman. You know, get out of here. Yeah, well, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. What did you do today, Superman? I punched a duck. <laughs> well, to clarify, it was robotic. How could you? Yeah, how could yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Peter people are after him. <laughs> no, no, it was a robotic duck. Yeah, Superman, man of peace. <laughs> and then he's literally going to catch him with a bubble. You got all of it. Yeah, like, see, that's the more ridiculous aspect of Toy Man. Like, this, this part. But still. I guess in a cartoon, though, you can kind of get away with it. In a cartoon, you can get away with it, yeah. But... Yeah. Oh, is it just gas? I thought the bubble arch took over him. I didn't realise it was gas. Oh, that's fair enough, then, isn't it? Okay, that's clever, then, yeah. Yeah. We all fall down. I like Tony Man on Smallville as well. I thought he was quite... He was creepy, well, yeah, he was very yeah. creepy. Didn't he have Oliver standing on that bomb? The bomb? Yeah, he did, yeah. Or the platform with the bomb, yeah. And then when Superman, well, sorry, Clark went to get him, it, it was like a robot of him. And I kind of like that stuff, even though it's a bit cheesy. Yeah. There's the duck gun now. That music, I, just, I love the music in this. I love when that theme kicks in. I don't think I've had a bad Superman theme, you know. No, I don't think so. Lois, with a. Uh, you were on about the eyes last time. This is the, the nails that are the same colour as your skin. <laughs> yeah. Now, doesn't you. Go on, sorry. It's funny how, like, even in the architecture, it differs a little bit from, from Batman the Animated Series. Like, it's in a similar vein, but it's yeah. slightly more modern. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the. It was very interesting the way they did the um the looks of them because I believe they had some like I knew in Metropolis they made everything look really long and tall and you can kind of see it even in the insides. Yeah. There's all the high ceilings and stuff where you don't get that in the Batman series. Ninety nine. <laughs> That's creepy. And then Lois ends up being a 
what would this be like a cabbage patch thing? <laughs> this reminds me of the Smallville episode where where Lionel had that girl in that. Yeah, yeah. The one that was was she the one that was dead and she came back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lana was yeah. dead. <clears throat> you know what Lois is? Lois is Alexa Bliss's Lily doll. That's what that is. <laughs> Did you see someone put that up on a picture? Lily is all elite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. And Clark back at the Daily Planet. He's like, I could really take this super fast if nobody was around. Yeah. If only I could give it to Jimmy. <laughs> and again, some investigative reporting here, trying to find. I think, again, for a show. You know, Lois and Clark skewed more reporter first, Superman yeah. second. This is the best balance of both, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. In yeah. any medium. And again, it's doing it in like 20 minutes as well. That's pretty yeah. impressive. There he is. That's the dad of the time. I like so how this. this is... in... Sorry, go on. Go on, you go first. Well, I like how it intercuts with him telling Lois the story and them discovering the story. It's very cleverly done. Yeah, very clever editing direction, yeah. I was just going to say, this kind of mirrors a little bit of what Supergirl's take on Toyman did in the sense that yeah. the father of Wynn right, is Toyman. Yeah, yeah, and that was different because he wasn't... Uh... He wasn't a villain, was he? And it was it was almost like um, I thought they might be at one point. Right. And he just kind of went out of the window. I quite liked to win as a character in Supergirl when I used to... Yeah, like he was the, the, the real Jimmy of the show. Yeah, yeah. He'd have made a good Jimmy Olsen as well, that actor. Yeah. It's clever because the way it kind of shows you stuff is... Dungeon Forever. Pop-up books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, it's Time Man's... Oh, yeah, I did as a kid. Yeah. It was like the precursor, the precursor to comic books, right? Yeah, absolutely. For me, yeah. anyway, because it started with those. <laughs> and you never see the toy man without his mask. Makes him That's a, a little bit more point, creepier. Yeah. Just makes him a little bit creepier, doesn't it? I agree. Yeah. There he is again, soups. Coming out the upon it. Like, look, even like the, if you look at the exterior architecture, it's more modern. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. More futuristic kind of. I, I think that's what they wanted to do because they originally were going to go more like Fleischer, they said, and then they decided to kind of honor that but do their own thing. And I think that was the right call. I mean, those Fleischer cartoons look amazing even now, and they were made in 1930s or yeah. 1941, 941, I think it was actually. They do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be kind of good to do a commentary on sometime. Just do like a load of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Day. Yeah, no, definitely. I think we could cover a, a, every incarnation of Superman and Batman at some point. Yeah, I've got plenty of content keepers going on with. Yeah. <laughs> and there's more coming, so every time you get some help. Jeez, maybe, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but these are nice to do on breaks from like Superman and Lois. And... Yeah. You know, stuff like that. 
This kind of reminds me of, have you ever seen that Tom and Jerry Christmas one with the soldiers? I don't know why it always reminds me of that. Yeah, um, yeah. It also reminds me of the, the, the Batman animated the Christmas episode that, where they're watching It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, I love that episode. That's great. And Batman's like, I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how he just threw it into the gun then. Yeah. Well, I, I think Superman's power level in this is perfect. He's not he's powerful, but he's not like ridiculously powerful and he's big. Yeah, I don't think weak. he can move a planet. No, absolutely not. But even I even don't mind that he's kind of a bit weak. I think it makes it makes the villains a bit more threatening towards him. This, again, it's very burn inspired. This. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I could see this in live action happening in this scene. Yeah. Probably really easy to do. Think about how good Venom looks as well with the, you know, the, what is it, the the, the symbiote ooze and all yeah, that. Yeah, and could. apparently from what I heard, the, the, the visual effects of part two are even better. Oh, nice. And I like the way he defeats this obstacle, basically. It's a snot tornado. <laughs> if I think that he's used his brain a lot in this one, hasn't he? Like the way they caught the ball earlier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I like about dog. this Superman. It's it's a mix of of smarts and and, and physicality. Yeah, there was a, It's funny because we were we were talking about the um we did our reviews of the Superman seventy eight comic earlier. The, the, and there was a line from Lex, wasn't there, about how you what is it? You're all brute from the neck down or something. <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah, you're all brute from the neck. Yeah, yeah, that was a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because Superman was like, I can't figure this out on my own. He's like, yeah, not surprising. Yeah, that was it, yeah. You're all muscle from the neck down. <laughs> that was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all the bombs now. But again, I just, just re-watching this is making me realize how how a toy maker could work as a villain because the access yeah. that they would have to, like, hide guns and bombs in... And you know... You know, you it's actually quite know. scary, if you think. Yeah, yeah. I hope no psychopaths are listening to this. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know, um, you were on about we were on about Batman and Superman teaming up earlier and stuff. And I was, if you think about the first time Tim and the Burn comic, there was an unlikely villain in Magpie. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you could have an unlikely villain in the Toyman because you could almost have Bruce kind of investigating who he is and stuff. If you want to do a crossover, yeah. that he'd be quite an interesting villain to go with. You're talking about for the comics, for the 78 and the 89. Yeah, either that or... Um, Imagine Burton's Toy Man. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I was even going to say, even if you did Superman and Lois brought Batman in, which may never happen, well, would that would that. be an interesting <laughs> villain. <laughs> I hope it does. Because that's, that's really the actor on Batman, because I think he's a good choice as well. Yeah. And here you are. This is cool, because it's like, the thing he might have blown up, but... It's just the master find. So he's still around? Ominous ending. Yeah. That that flew by that episode. Very wow. ominous. So what's your rating of that episode? Out of five? Uh, I got to be honest. Uh, like I said, I was not a, a fan of, of Toymaker uh, previous to the animated series. <laughs> you mean Toyman? <laughs> yeah, Toyman. Toy <laughs> that, that shows, shows you how much I love the character. <laughs> no, but... Um, 
I, I was never a fan of the character before I saw him in the animated series. And to be able to make that character engaging, interesting, and creepy, and also making him, like, to make a character called Toy Man a nuisance and a threat to Superman is impressive. And, and it, Yeah, I totally agree. So, yeah. And I believe he comes back only in a couple of episodes, but even the ones where he comes back, he's the same sort of scenario. So are we reading this? Uh, what are we doing for the animation? I forgot. Okay. Yeah, five, yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say four and a half. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. So we're moving on to a little piece of home now, which yes, is the, so. this show's introduction to Kryptonite, which I've long said my favorite version of the origin of Kryptonite is from Lois and Clark, but I believe this is a decent one as well. Now, now Steve, it wasn't, if I'm wrong, which could very well be possible, but <laughs> wasn't that also the episode of Lois and Clark? Wasn't this the same title? No, they've got similar titles. Um, this one is a little piece of home. That one is... Oh, my God, I've got it on iTunes as well. God, what is it called now? Ah, so you have three for a loop. Hang on, I'll, I'll go into my... From the first Apple interesting TV. question to the last, yeah. No, it's called... Uh, the Green Green Glow of Home. So it's a similar title. That's what I do, yeah. Because the home part's there. I actually remember reading a review of someone who hated Superman the Animated Series and he was kind of reviewing that and slagging this off and I'm like, how can you hate Superman the Animated Series and be a Superman fan? I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't compute for me, but okay. Everybody's got an opinion. Sometimes they have, wrong. yeah. <laughs> Opinions are like a-holes, we all have one. Yeah, and sometimes you're wrong. Uh, or, yeah. or in the case of what you said, Sometimes your smells worse than the other one, but um, <laughs> anyway, not that I make a habit of going around smelling. Anyway, this <laughs> anyway. is taking a turn for the worse. Anyway, <laughs> so have your episode of a little piece of home queued up all the way to zero. I'll do the countdown again, uh, yep. and when I say play, hit play, and we'll be all synced up. So ready? Here we go. In three, two, one. Quite. So hello, Bugs Bunny, again. <laughs> About to the end. This intro is cool, man, a little bit. Yeah, you can't go wrong. It's so, a great encapsulation of the origin. Yes. Kryptonite. A lot of people say it's the most overused thing in Superman lore. I freaking love Kryptonite. Kryptonite's there. I get a little bit excited. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know why. I just love it. There's just something about it that just makes me feel all excited and happy. so so well, well, so so uh, so uh Pfizer you need to make a Viagra version of uh, kryptonite Viagra so for Steven because if it makes him excited when he's about 70 he's going to need something I didn't mean in that respect I just meant <laughs> you know what I mean they're going to make a green pill just for you Steven I've got some fake kryptonite upstairs as well in that mm-hmm. little. Uh, it's supposedly from the set of Smallville. Like, oh, is it in a special that. drawer like our, like our, my old co-host had? Some no, it's not. No, I don't want stickers. <laughs> stickers on anyway. Shirts ripped. Oh. So let's get in the episode. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> How was kryptonite introduced in the comics in the burn era? Wasn't it? 
There was only one piece to start with, wasn't there? I can't remember exactly. I think it's in the Batman Superman team up book where it first. Could be, yeah. Oh no, no, it's Lex, isn't it? Lex, because he makes gets some of it forged into a ring. Ah, yes. But how does he get it? That's what. I can't... Oh, I know how he gets it. That guy makes Metallo, doesn't he? And he gets it out of his chest. Ah, uh huh, uh huh. That's right. God, that had to came to me in the end. As you can see, big dinosaur. It's not only uh, Batman who has to deal with a big nah, dinosaur. No, this would have been cool <laughs> if it was the same. That's how Batman got the dinosaur in the cave. Yeah, give it as like a gift. Superman <laughs> here. <laughs> they didn't want it back. Yeah, I figured you'd like it. Again, that's a very cool use of X-ray vision. Yeah. I, I think this is a really interesting way to introduce Kryptonite as well. It's like he just happens to be like in a museum. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like these, these, these like special rocks, and then it just happens to obviously when we get to it, glance past and they affect him. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> Come on, haven't you ever seen? You see the guy putting the rubber gloves on it. You just said to go hands fair. Yeah. Moron! This is a vintage Superman uh, move. Yeah. Flying in the sewer and, or underground. He didn't drill a hole in the ground in this one, though. Actually, that would have been there. cool though if he did. That would have been cool. He's probably going to, oh no, I thought he was going to drill up, but yeah, there's already a ready-made hole for him. It's funny because there was a there was a robbery in France and a, an art robbery, and they, they dug, they went from the sewers and dug up for it during a parade into this uh, vault. And I, wondered, I always wondered if we kind of took that from that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, just don't even bother. Look, just look, has Superman nobody right? ever watched the news and seen Superman? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't think, maybe they think it's a bit of a myth. Like, folks, it's episode five now. You should know. <laughs> there it is. Kryptonite's affecting him. Yeah. For an object. <laughs> for an <laughs> object. <laughs> they don't call him that anymore, do they? Literally, it is a foreign object. If you yeah. Think yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Gave him some chicken soup. <laughs> that is very clever, that. Yeah. Tom Wally made a, a habit of acting against Kryptonite, didn't he? All week. Yeah. <laughs> kind of <Yeah>. nailed it. <laughs> well, that was, that was his Oscar performance, then. <laughs> I gotta say, I wish I had a driver that looked like Mercy. <laughs> You know, she's a real person, she's been the rest. She uh, put in Supergirl, she was portrayed <coughs> by the actress who was in one of the Underworld films, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a shame she didn't last in BBS long. She kind of got... <laughs> she they sacrificed her, didn't they? No, it'd have been a good Mercy Graves, maybe. Um, Kate Beckinsale. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you know that. what's interesting? Because you know my thoughts on Bosworth as Lois Lane. I think she'd have made a good Mercy Graves because I think she's got that kind of um, angry stoic. Yeah, that would have probably suited Mercy Graves a bit more. Maybe. Maybe that's what they should have done. They should have gone well. You, you know, Kevin Spacey wanted to work with her again. Maybe they should have gone well. You've been Mercy Graves, and we'll go get. Someone else for Lois. 
Yeah, wasn't it Evangeline Lilly? Yeah, yeah I think she was. Uh, I always wanted Rachel McAdams as Lois. But her schedule for Lois prevented her from, from doing it. It's kind of like Hugh Laurie, isn't it? And uh, Perry White. He, yeah. he was doing House One then. Yeah. You know that Doctor with the blonde hair? Mm. They have had doctors in the animated films that look a lot like him. And I always wondered if it's like a not to Bruce Tim. Looks yeah. a bit like Bruce Tim, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, if you change his hairstyle, you can make him look like Egon from the Ghostbusters. Yeah, he... yeah. <laughs> you know, when Lex got close to the kryptonite, then that, that made me think of BBS. When Lex, and I think yeah, Lex yeah. getting close to kryptonite is kind of like an iconic thing now, isn't it? Like, and birthright, too. Yeah, which... yeah and in, in the uh, the Superman 78 where he's holding the, yeah, yeah, the chain yeah. of it. I think it's such a compelling thing that this rock hurts Superman. I think the most powerful being in the universe or whatever yeah. of the world, and the thing that hurts him is all right. And it's kind of it's kind of like John Jones and the flame in it, the, the yeah. simplest thing. But I think you think, are, you think they're invincible, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. Those are and the it's things. The, it's it's the most ridiculous object that often can render absolutely. Them, yeah, yeah. You know, I. Don't quite get the Daxamites and lead. I think that's a bit weird. <laughs> I don't yeah. quite get how that works either because lead doesn't emit radiation of any kind. But anyway. <laughs> you know what's the real villain for a Daxamite? What? The Supergirl writing staff. <laughs> oh my God, don't get me started. <laughs> so this guy is voiced by the guy who played uh, Biff in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. She's a badass, isn't she, Mercy? Yeah. Don't call me baby. <laughs> Sounds like one of my multiverse wives. <laughs> but this kind of works, didn't like, they? They go to this guy because he's obviously tough. And they think, well, if Superman's weak, he'll just kill him. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of makes sense. And don't forget, we're what? We're episode. What episode is this? Five. Five. We haven't yet had a supervillain, but you've not really noticed. Yeah. I mean, Toy Man had advanced equipment, and this is a, obviously a rock, but I don't think, I think it may be the next one, which I think is a Metallo episode, where you can finally get a supervillain. Could be right, yeah. Yeah. Which we'll be doing in the next episode of Metropolis Memories. Indeed. And again, Superman Lois in cafes. This is kind of a thing, like it was in the the Secret Origin story. Yeah. I think you were wearing a blue suit in that as well. Yes. I remember from one of the covers. It was a darker shade of blue, but... <laughs> It's a song, isn't it? Oh, no, it's Deeper Shade of Blue. It's a song. <laughs> So uh, I like how that little, even the little shard is making him sweaty. Yeah. I like how she's talking about Star Labs, little stuff like that. A large orange juice chicken soup. She's and such a good Lois, man. Oh, Dana Delaney. And Dana Delaney could have played her in live action. She's got oh, yeah. a look and everything. Yeah. If I read the comics, it's Tim Daly and Dana Delaney that I hear. And Conti Brown is likes as well. They're my comic voices for those. Yeah, I agree with that. Look at the mustache game on these two guys. I know. 
He looks a bit Gordon like that one, doesn't he? Yeah. Hey, that guy looks like uh, uh, Michael J. White in the Dark Knight. <laughs> in the Dark Knight, right? Oh, yeah, we're having that beard. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Remember with the, <laughs> with the pencil trick? He's even got the pencil. Yeah. See, these feel very Fleischer-esque. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Very Sky Captain in the world. Yeah, of yeah. Movie. What a great film that is, by the way. By the way, the, the, can you imagine a Superman movie done in that style? Yeah, I think I mentioned that before. I think that, that do a Fleischer film just in that. Oh, my God. Big robots and everything. Yeah. There he comes, Superman. Don't never get away with this. Look at this shit. They're <laughs> inside. You know, out in broad daylight, exchanging, making nefarious exchanges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost Rocketeer. Oh, like Rocketeer, it? look at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good film, actually. I, love, I love that movie. So they're doing a revival, right? A, a sequel. Series. Oh, right, cool. I didn't know that. A sequel movie on Disney+. Plus. Here he comes. Superman a helicopter's there. Yeah. And again, it's not... You see, the way he dealt with it then, it wasn't yeah. that it was heavy, it was awkward, and that, that's how things... You don't care how strong you are. Something would be awkward to lift like that because all the weight's at the top. And I like that he threw it in the water as opposed to... Yeah. ...his face, because that would have been problematic. That's in the opening, that bit, and it would uh, when it yeah. flies towards her. <laughs> Obviously, being a cartoon, it didn't blow up and did kill him, but in real life, probably wouldn't Although, you, could, you can't, I mean, people have got rocket launchers and can fly with them, but they can't fly to those heights. Yeah, definitely. This is that, you know, I remember Lex doing something in the comics where he had cameras following Superman, and he had little. Machines going after him, and this is yeah, like drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there again, that shot where he's breaking through the rope is kind of evocative of the breaking of the chains. Yeah, that image is is referenced in so many ways, so many places. Look at the big boss. How many man. cops do? How many cops do you well, know that stand there? Big boss man lost some weight. He was pounding this that nightstick on his head. <laughs> you got a serve hard time, punk. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy is obviously a bit too cocky for his own goods. Yeah, like again, don't you people watch the news? <laughs> and Lex yeah. in this kind of does have an evolution because, like we say, when does because he's involved in the Metallo thing, yeah. he he's all about stopping <laughs> this Superman. Yeah, all because he disrespected him. <laughs> Very. Very fragile eagle, Lex has. Suitcase to the face. <laughs> this is like a money in the bank match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets too cocky, doesn't he? And uh, he must not even know about. I may not even know about the kryptonite. Such a Buffoon. This guy's MJF. I'm better than you, and you know. 
See, if I... Go on. No, go ahead. Well, that's something I was going to say I like about BVS. There is literally just that one piece of kryptonite. Yeah. I, I think it makes it more interesting when there's not a lot of it, where Smallville, and again, I understand the app to do it. Smallville is everywhere. <laughs> like, he can't even, he should leave Smallville just because he can't even walk down the street without being... <laughs> a red one, see, like the red one should be a manufactured thing. In Agreed, my yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I, and I don't mind the different kryptonite. It's like the black tonight and stuff and that i think it's quite interesting to have different versions of it but i do think there should be they should only be like definitely about one little piece or something nothing yeah. major i love this window these window confrontations are great oh they're just amazing it's like smallville's version of throwing legs across the room yeah <laughs> yeah i always love a lex clark alex superman scene like uh you know the rooftop in BVS or the the scene in the well, like yeah these. they're great because you, 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 Superman would love nothing more than to punch a hole in his yeah you know there's the Lois and Clark one at the end but, yeah the first episode. but he can't because he's Superman and, yeah and I love the I just love the way like I just like I just love the interactions are so good where Superman was levitating just enough. Do you notice that? Yeah. Superman was levitating just enough to be above him, and that's going to rival, uh, rival yeah. uh, Lex. <laughs> so this is our first. This is Doctor Hamilton, our first introduction, isn't it? Yeah. How many Doctor Hamiltons were in Smallville, by the way? <laughs> Two, I think. <laughs> yeah. One was the guy from uh, Terminator Two, right? Yes. Miles Dyson. Yeah. Yeah. Who was also the father of Cyborg. And... Yeah, and then the other guy who played, the other Dr. Hamilton, that was Emil Hamilton. He was from Battlestar Gotica, right? Yes, yeah. And he was in Man of Steel in a scene yeah. with Dotson, the new Dr. Oh my god. At home with the Hamiltons? <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, the musical, but not the way you think. <laughs> Richard Dollar, Dr. Hamilton's. Yeah. He was good, Richard Schiff. I, it's a shame they kind of killed him off. I would like to have seen him come back in. Uh, I thought something was going to happen Brainiac-wise. Just yeah, I almost wondered if maybe there were little ideas. Because that would have been cool, wouldn't it, if he had come back through the Phantom Zone and it was to do a Brainiac and that. And... Damn it, that was a missed opportunity. This is cool, though, this, isn't it? Like, the, so I find out if it's in case being led. Yeah, very clever. And I like that Hamilton calls it kryptonite, doesn't he? Because he kind of scientifically kind of comes up with the name. Yeah, it would make sense that he would name it. Here's Egon calling uh, Lois. <laughs> My kids love that Ghostbusters cartoon. Just oh, I love it. Never mind your kids. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. It's, it's quite awesome. uh, yeah, quite scary, aren't they? I'm like, I don't know if I should like watch this, but they're not, they're not scared to be fair. But. Uh, if they have a nightmare and crap their pants, then be concerned. Otherwise, oh dear. So, hey, the doll will be up between nine oh five and nine oh six. What if a watch is faster somewhere or slow? Do you want yeah, to get the wrong yeah, time? Yeah. He's caught in it, which you'd assume he ends up on the uh, chopping block, shall we say? Or fired. <laughs> I'd like Mercy to see me home. Do <laughs> yeah, well. oh, I want to come yeah. in for a coffee? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Always horrible likes in this, isn't it? Yeah, it's just an attitude. 
that air of superiority that he has. What I like as well, and this is jumping ahead to Justice League, Mercy comes back in that and there's kind of a little bit of a different dynamic with him because of... He treats like crap, doesn't he, basically? Because of years of abuse? Yeah. It's like it's like Skeletor and Evil Lynn, right? It's like... Yeah. yeah. After so Eventually. long. Yeah. You know. It's like, screw you. <laughs> well, the dinosaur's been activated. Jurassic Park, baby. Yeah. But <laughs> all animatronics. It's more than time. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I couldn't remember what happened at the end of this episode, and it's just all come back to me now. And I thought, I don't know, I did, I had forgotten. So we've got Superman beating up a, <coughs> a duck. Last <laughs> yeah, it was a duck last week. It's a T-Rex. Oh dear. Do you know just just quickly on Jurassic Park? Our film still looks amazing. Absolutely. I can't get over how good the effects are in it. It's like nineteen ninety two. We should do a special episode on the Jurassic Park uh, movies. I don't like the first one, so it won't be <laughs> only been one episode for me. <laughs> oh no, yeah, but basically the anniversary, next anniversary, whatever it is. Oh, absolutely, I'll be up for that. It's a great film. It's one of my favorites. That and the Back to the, Fu- the Future trilogy episode. Oh, Back to the Future is my favorite film ever. Just uh and if you wanted to do any of the Terminators role, we could always have Robocop. Oh, yeah, down the road, yeah, for sure. Because Netflix is doing that animated series, by the way. Um, of Terminator? Yeah. Oh, interesting. From the writer of the Batman. You didn't know that? No? Must have heard of it? Yeah. Come on, Lois, shove that kryptonite down his throat. <laughs> it's already shined up real nice. You just turn it sideways. Yeah. And this is this was set up earlier, wasn't it? Because she was throwing the paper into the baskets. That kind of, you know, in that light, it kind of looks like the dragon dagger. Can you imagine she starts? That power is just a cartoon, but a side note. Never understand that. There we go, shaking it off. Let's turn it to Taylor Swift. Shake it off. He just kind of hate, hate. Don't play with your food, has not your mother ever taught you that? Come on, dinosaur. Have yeah. a bone. <laughs> oh, that did it. Oh, he's Lex doesn't like that show. <laughs> Destroyed. No. That's the biggest video game controller in the history of video game controllers. <laughs> I'm just admiring Lois. I know it's a cartoon, but I'm just admiring Lois's fashion sense. It's very, very <laughs> impressive. Is that the finger? Oh, I thought he was going to do the finger poke of doom there. Yeah. And that kind of tackles back to uh, Super Come on, stop so. throwing things. That's why the old zombie <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gonna come back to bite. There it is. Be nice and uh, it's got to be green. That was green. It just wasn't the right green. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, don't say it's not green when it is. Oh, somebody complained it wasn't green. The guy on the he says, "Oh no, it needs to be green." That was green. 
yeah, you're just looking for something to complain about there, buddy. That's <laughs> so next time we do this, we will be doing three episodes because we've got. I've worked it out that we need to do three and then three. So, so Adam, out of five, a little piece of home. Um. Yeah, I again, I really like this one. I I, I like how they kind of stumbled upon. Kryptonite being a, being a, a, yeah. a, being a, a, an enemy of Superman, and especially because he doesn't have all the all the you know inner workings of his origins yet. Like he's still kind of in the discovery phase of all that. Yeah, so that makes yes. sense. Um, and uh, I also like the fact that the whole you know if I encase it in lead, I'm okay, kind of thing. Yeah, an yeah. actual scientist makes the discovery. So I was wrong. The next so, episode is actually feeding time, by the way, which is the parasite episode. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, but then but it's, you, just, it's after that is the. Uh, but yeah, for this I would give it a five. I'm rather that high. I think I want to stay on four and a half. But I, I think a great episode. Yeah, I mean it's just. There's not going to be many. I'm going to give less than a four. I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't. I, might, I don't think there are many that might I might be one or two. That I didn't like overall, but. Um, but yeah, this is just a solid show, and if you're introducing a youngster to Superman for the first time, I wouldn't hesitate to recommend this at all. Oh yeah, my kids have watched it and they absolutely love it. So yeah, um, it just makes me look more, like I know it'll be different, but it, when I watch a Superman animated series, it just makes me look forward to the next. The new animated series we're getting, you know, the... Yeah, the hopefully, it's, hopefully it's good, yeah. Looking up. So, yeah, I uh, I dig it. And this is always fun to look back at. Uh, really, DC's got... Yeah, is top tier in their in their animation department. Oh, I think... You know, they do the... I don't like to do the whole Marvel vs. DC thing, but if you did it on animation, it, it, Marvel's not even, like... Anywhere near the level of DC. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. DC, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, and we'll 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 continue to see, uh, uh, you know, the quality as we as we continue through. Yeah. This series, Batman: The Animated Series, and and eventually Justice League and Batman Beyond the Whole Nine Yards. It was just yeah. such a like that's shared universe. World building, I think, done to perfection. Oh, my favorite DC universe. I'll, I'll just say it right now. Yeah, it's so, the DCAU. So. so it's it's fun to look back at this and go through it. So uh, and we'll continue that journey. But but yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, and we already gave our social media plugs, so we will see yep. you next time. And remember that Superman, the animated series, is forever from the first time they discovered kryptonite to the last. So long, everybody. So long.